Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Partners in Health and Biz with your host, Gail Dixon. Tune in every Saturday, 9 a.m. for great shows about obtaining and maintaining health, business, and finance. Learn from the experts here at PIHradio.net. And now, broadcasting from the Partners in Health and Biz studio, here's Gail. Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to my show. Yes, you are listening to Partners in Health and Biz, and we are so very happy you have joined us this morning. We are broadcasting live from our Columbia, Maryland studio, and this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. So in case you haven't been to the website, www.pihradio.net, and you may not know, but the topic of today's show is COVID-19 coping skills. And what's keeping you awake at night? What's keeping you up at night dealing with uh, related to the COVID-19 crises? Well, I have some very important information to share with you, and I'm not going to be sharing it. Mostly it's going to be shared by my special guest. My special guest this morning is psychiatrist Dr. Kim Jones-Fearing, yes, and uh, and she is actually coming on in part two of a series dealing with the coronavirus, COVID-19 pandemic that was, we began last Saturday, and Dr. Fearing was my guest last Saturday, so She is going to continue, but in a different realm this morning. So let me introduce her if you weren't able to listen live or via podcast to last Saturday's show. Dr. Kim Jones-Fearing is a board-certified general psychiatrist in the state of Maryland. She completed medical school at Howard University and her residency training at Georgetown University in Washington, D.C., She has practiced psychiatry for over 20 years. Her treatment philosophy is that emotional problems should not stand in the way of living a rich, fulfilling life, and she knows the decision to seek help is a difficult one, but the good news is that the vast majority of people can be helped with psychotherapy, counseling, and or medication. So uh, without further ado, I'm going to open Dr. Kim. Jones fearing her microphone and welcome her to Partners in Health and Biz. Good morning, Dr. Fearing. Are you with us? How are you? Good, good, good. I'm wonderful. And how are you today? Really, really good considering. (laughs) Right. Yeah, we're we're all we're all dealing with this uh coronavirus covid covid-19 pandemic and some of us are handling it better than others and but it's a challenge it is a challenge so we want to get your professional opinion on what's going on and and give us some help this morning because many of us are sleeping well at night Dr. Fearing we we're, we're tossing and turning And in the DMV, uh, all over the United States, people are suffering from the fallout of the coronavirus, and their concerns seem to be many. But my question to you, (laughs) yes, my question this morning to kick this show off is, what are people worried about uh, these days? We have many. But in your opinion, what are the top 
four concerns connected to the COVID pandemic. Okay. Well, thanks for having me on. Uh, I think that uh, what's keeping people up at night are um, various uh, concerns, um, and most of them are surrounding the coronavirus. We have medical concerns that keep people up at night, uh, and those are concerns about getting sick, catching the virus, and if you're already sick, concern that the virus will spread to your family or that you will not recover from the virus. Um, then we have the economic and financial concerns. As most everyone is aware, the stock market was crashing, and uh, a lot of people were laid off, lost their jobs. Uh, if you're a business owner, you may be worried that your business may have to close. Um, we have concern about basic daily needs. Uh, for example, we walk into the grocery store and we see a lot of stuff missing. Mm-hmm. We I know have that's true. Choices, the toilet paper, uh, you know, just regular basic stuff. And then we also have concern about the future and uncertainty and, uh, um, you know, what's going to happen to us next. Right, right. Yes, these are all very um, various uh, concerns that we all have. And it's not just, you know, a few of us, you know, like when some things come through and uh, people may have one or two of these concerns, but for the most part, I would say most most of us have um, the economic and financial concerns because we don't know when the crisis is going to end. Even if we have saved money and, you know, we have the emergency fund, which as now we see most people have not put away a six-month emergency fund or we would not be financially panicking, but we are. But then the people have the businesses, and so that's, that's you know, even with uh, – you know, a six-month emergency fund is very concerning. It's very, and then when you go, like you say, to the grocery store and you can't find toilet paper and basic food items, that's that's really that's that's hard. That's very hard. Um, so, this is uh, listeners. I want you to keep this in mind and continue to think about as we go through the show this morning, what's keeping you up at night involving revolving around the COVID-19 crisis, the pandemic. Um, so what are some of the questions, Dr. Fearing? Um, we know that poor sleep is one of the most common symptoms of stress, trauma, and other adversities. But dealing with the COVID pandemic, um, what seems to be keeping many of us up at night specifically uh, besides the four concerns you mentioned um, in your professional uh, opinion, what should my listeners and people just all over the world, what are some of the questions that we need to be asking ourselves? And you can help us with that, but what are some of those questions that we really need to be asking ourselves? The most common things I'm seeing in my practice are people 
having difficulty adjusting to this new normal. Uh, if you are working from home, does it seem like each day blends into the next? Do you have trouble switching on, switching off work after work? Mm-hmm. Um, are you, you know, are your children getting on your last nerve? Are they staying up all night, talking back, not talking at all, having tantrums, crying all the time, uh, sitting around? playing video games, talking on the phone, watching TV all day? Uh, are they refusing to get up for their online school classes? You know, are you mm-hmm. noticing that you can't sleep, you're more grumpy, you're short with people, you're moody, you're easily annoyed? Um, a lot of people are noticing they're smoking more, drinking more, taking sure. more medicine. Mm-hmm. taking more uh, over-the-counter medicines, too. And right. do you ask yourself, are your finances jacked up? Where is my stimulus check? How can I <laughs> yes. get unemployment check? Mm-hmm. When mm-hmm. is it coming? Um, right. Yes, yes. These are all signs, I guess, of uh, stress. I mean, I mean, I don't know, but I know a lot of people well, are... Things- one of, the things, uh, one of the things I've noticed is that um, when uh, when all of this happened and we had a social distance, um, people lost their ability to go to church. Mm-hmm. Um, people lost their ability to go to the spa, get their nails done, get their hair done, and... Um, uh, men can't go to the barbershop. Uh, all these are places where we were able to let off steam and kind of relax so where everybody knew our name, you know? Right, right. And uh, one thing that that's really, uh, <laughs> I realized, uh, ladies, we as ladies, um, I always, I never go out without applying lipstick. That's one thing that I don't ever go out without lipstick. And now that we're all required to wear these masks when we're out in public, it's like, what's the point? (laughs) What is the point? Don't put lipstick on. Nobody can see your lips. Nobody can see your nose. So the only thing they can see... You can put lipstick on the mask. Right, right. So what's the point? (laughs) So, and then people uh, that were really into clothes and, and dressing up and it's like, well, I'm not putting on my good clothes because they may be contaminated with the coronavirus. So I'm just going to wear, you know, whatever, you know, something plain, something that when I come home I can take all my clothes off and throw them in the washing machine if I've been out all day exposed to God knows what type of coronavirus uh, germs. So, yes, this is very concerning to a lot of people, um, and it's it's an adjustment. We have had to make an adjustment that we've never had to make before. I, I mean, in the history of I don't know how long, but I've never had to go through this in my lifetime. This is the first time it's you know it's ever happened to me. I know it had we have had pandemics in in the past, uh, but this is one that I have never. Uh, you know, I, I hope to ever never have to experience it again. 
but it's teaching us patience. It's teaching us uh, to be closer, to c- become closer to our families, whether we we like it or not. <laughs> 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 there, there is an upside to some of this uh, coronavirus. It's not all bad, you know. We're learning patience. We're learning that vanity has to be put aside, and we're learning, um, you know, that to appreciate what we have. So that's the upside. Mm-hmm. But what are some of the ways, Dr. Fearing, fearing that we can de-stress, because we need to de-stress. We can't continue to go on like this, those of us or those of my listeners that are just stressed out and panicked. And we have to know ways that we can deal with this so that we can come out uh come out healthy after we get through this coronavirus. We want to be emotionally, physically, and psychologically healthy once the pandemic is over. So what should we be doing in order for us to really de-stress? Okay, well, that's a good question. A lot of people, um, they're so used to living with chronic stress it's almost like they don't even realize when they're really stressed. Mm-hmm. They don't even realize the signs and symptoms. And some of the signs are nervousness, anger, easily annoyed, crying spells. Some people, if, if, the, if the stress is severe, they may have suicidal thoughts, thoughts of harming others. Um, you know, I, 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 sometimes I ask my patients, would you want to choke a, a random person on the street? Wow. <laughs> and, wow. And okay. depending on how they answer that, I don't uh-huh. know if they're stressed or not. Okay. <laughs> but, just uh, anybody. Just you come over here. If you get too close to me, I'll choke you. <laughs> okay. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so if you're having these signs of symptoms, first of all, if you're feeling like acting on anything dangerous like suicidal or homicidal thoughts, you need to you need to turn down turn down this show and call nine one one or go to your nearest emergency room. Um, but most people are not acting on suicide or suicidal things or homicidal things. Most people are in the nervousness, tension, anxiety, you know, the the muscles are very tense and and uh, tense and, you know, it may even be to the point where, you know, you're, you're, you're hurting all over. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the ways to de-stress, I have this top five ways to de-stress. Okay. Number one is get yourself organized. And, and by the way, this helps for children too, mm-hmm. children who are uh, stressed from the coronavirus. Get yourself organized. Help your children get organized. Clear your desk and try to place items on your home desk in the same place where you would put them if you were at work. Okay. If you do not have a desk or a home office, it's important to get yourself a table um, of some type and try to dedicate at least an area of your room uh, or kitchen to the office, to your office space. Mm-hmm. Put up a, okay. 
put some things on the wall that remind you of work, like a paper calendar, a clock, some office decorations, you know, your your phone. Um, these help cue your eyes that it's time for work. Okay. And uh, make sure your desk, if it's in, if it has to be in your room, like a lot of teenagers live at home, a lot of younger people live in efficiencies. Um, make sure that you, if it's, your desk does not face your bed. Okay. Um, that's very important. Um, make yourself a daily schedule. Include your in your schedule a break that you need to take for about 15 minutes per hour. Mm-hmm. Very um, important. If you if you have school age children, they may need a break after about thirty minutes. Um, okay. During your break, okay. So number two is during your break time, make sure you do um, things that help improve your mood and get your your mind off it, off of your work for a minute. Take a walk, eat a healthy snack. Um, Use, you can use this time to do your meditation or deep breathing. And uh, there are various resources available to teach you how to do this therapeutic deep breathing or meditation, mindfulness. Um, getting your mind focused on something other than work responsibilities. Teach your kids how to do this deep breathing. Um Pick an activity that you can do together with your kids at the end of a school or work day. Um, I recommend if you're having stress around coronavirus and your children are talking much or not enough or they're having some issues, the coronavirus coloring book is a great engaging activity that you can do together with your children. Um, okay. Okay, and you're going to let us know where where they can get that before before the end of the show. Yes, it's the coronavirus coloring book. is is a a free um, PDF file that that you can get from St. Jude's organization. um, The you know the nonprofit St. Jude. and I've looked through the coloring book, and I've actually, I'm actually planning on coloring a few pages because I, I like to. <laughs> that's one of the things that I like to do to de-stress. I like the adult uh-huh. coloring books, but uh-huh. it's very cute. Oh, I like um, that idea. I like that. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. All right, number three: oh. stop multitasking. Multitasking does not work. Um, all the mental health research over the years has proven that multitasking, which is shifting your your brain from shifting your focus from one activity to another, um, does not work. It, it 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 it's inefficient. It's stress provoking. It's best to try to. If you have multiple tasks to do, prioritize which one should be done first, and then do each one separately. 
Okay. Um, there are some I always thought multitasking some exceptions. was mm-hmm. Yeah, some, some exceptions to multitasking are when you're doing a physical task and, you know, like running or, ex, you know, on the treadmill while listening mm-hmm. to music. Okay. So that's one physical thing, and then that's one one um, uh, mental thing is, you know, listening to the music. So those kinds of multitasking, that works. That's okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. What about um, reading reading while you're on the treadmill? Is that is that okay? <laughs> yeah, reading while on the treadmill, walking, uh walking on the treadmill while watching T V. Okay. You know, things like that are okay. Okay. All right. Um, turn off the background T V. A lot of people get into the habit of having the TV on all the time, mm-hmm. you know, having the TV on while they're at work, uh, in the home, or having it on during meals, having it on, you know, while cooking, and that's not a good habit. Right, especially, especially if, if they're listening to CNN all day. <laughs> exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. So it's really more helpful if you can decide what shows you want to watch and schedule those shows. Turn the TV on just for those shows. Right. Okay. Or turn the TV on just when you're on, you know, exercising on the treadmill. That's your time to watch TV or something. Okay. Um, try to reward your children by limiting their TV to about two hours a day. TV, Mm -hmm. video games, two hours a day. Try to teach them some physical games, board games, reading games, you know, uh, play catch with them, or uh, teach them some some new games. Um, One of my favorites is Ms. Ms. Monopoly. This, if you're just tuning in, uh, let me give a bre- uh, give a station break. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to Partners in Health and Biz, www.pihradio.net. My special guest is Dr. Kim Jones, fearing uh, psychiatrist, and the topic is COVID nine coping skills. Okay, go right ahead, Dr. Fearing. Okay, so number five to be stressed, especially with your children, but also this could. Relate to family members, a spouse. Pick your battles. It's important to avoid power struggles with your children during these difficult times. Um, try writing down, you know, with your spouse or co-parent. Try writing down the behaviors that your child has that are most dangerous. Uh, for example, running into the street to catch the balls or uh, or always forgetting to put their mask on when they have to be out with you or going to the doctor or something. You know, if those are problematic behaviors, you and your spouse should agree on that 
and just focus on those behaviors. Okay. Um, if you see your teenagers, they're, they're uh, socializing, they're on chat rooms with their friends, uh, or they're on the phone with their friends, try to keep in mind that for teenagers, their most important their most important social supports are their friends. Right, that's right. And you want them to keep healthy relationships with their friends because their friends will be the ones to let their parents know if your child's having a problem, like, you know, thinking of hurting themselves or if someone's uh, harming them in any way. So mm-hmm. you want them to have those healthy relationships. If they're talking and, you know, it goes 15 minutes over, you know, a few minutes over, don't, don't stress about that, you know. Uh, try, okay. try, to, uh, try to realize when you've got triggers, you know, mm-hmm. when you're stressed. All um, right, so we're about, about five minutes down. So I want to make sure, Dr. Fearing, you get uh, the uh, resource information out to, to the guests. I uh, didn't mean to cut you off there, but I noticed we're about five minutes down to the end of our show. So we want you to, you know, make sure you get all the main important uh, information in as we uh, prepare to close out this evening, uh, this morning. Rather. Good. Mm-hmm. Good. So if you're having uh, symptoms like crying spells, difficulty getting started during the day, getting out of bed, uh, negative feelings, anger, especially suicidal thoughts and th- thoughts of wanting to harm people. Um, if, if they are persistent or, you know, if you're feeling like you might hurt someone or yourself, you should, um, you should definitely get professional help in those kinds of cases. And uh, uh, I would recommend calling a suicide hotline. There are lots of different suicide hotlines um, that you can find online, uh, your uh, county crisis support. Um, and um, if you're uh, losing your ability to function, you're not able to work, or do, ha- you know, if you're employed, that is, or if you're not able to do your housework or take care of your kids or, you know, look for jobs um, while you're not working. Those are also signs that you should seek professional help. I'm located in Columbia, Maryland, and I do telemedicine. Um, And uh, with a doctor's referral, you can uh, talk to me. Um, Some other resources are um and these are these are very very good resources one of my uh favorite ones is uh nami basics on Com- on demand and uh that's at the uh on the uh, nami.org website and that's and spelled n a m i n a n a m i that's the way nami is spelled n a m i Mm-hmm. Right. These are, uh, it's a free six-session online education program for parents, caregivers, or other families who are uh, 
providing care for their children under the age of 22. And when we say under the age of 22, that's not really a child, but some people, um, some kids have uh, developmental disorders, and and up to age 22, these are, can be helpful um, helpful advice on how to get the kids' behavior under control. Mm-hmm. There's a, a coronavirus coloring book available on the St. Jude site, and that site is uh, HTTPS colon uh, forward slash forward slash together.stjude.org. And um, that's for COVID-19 resources. And uh, and this, this is a great interactive website. It's the www.cdc.gov slash coronavirus. Um, website, and they give you ways of managing stress, anxiety, and coping um, during the COVID epidemic. Okay. Wow. That has been some powerful information that you've shared with us, Dr. Fearing, this morning. Uh, yes, we, we really appreciate that. That's that's very helpful. I want to thank you so much. And uh, go ahead and give out your contact information uh, is there a phone number you want to give out and a website or anything of that nature so that people can get in contact with you? Yes, the best number to reach me is uh, 443-545-3822, and that is my uh, private practice. And uh, I am not accepting insurance in my private practice right now. Um if you are uh, really stressed and you need someone and you need to use your insurance, it may be a good idea to call your county um, uh, mental health crisis uh, hotline, and that way they can um, arrange for you to get in more immediate help and uh, refer you to uh, uh, clinics that accept Okay. Well, thank you so, so, so very much. Uh, Yes, and so my special guest has been, and she's here signing off, and we are signing off, Dr. Kim Jones-Fearing. Please, listeners, make sure you have uh, taken notes, and if not, you can always listen to the podcast. This uh, live recording is uh, ending but you can always go back and listen to the podcast, www.pihradio.net, and also you can visit the website partnersinhealth.biz, www.partnersinhealth.biz. Okay, so until next Saturday, everyone, I thank you for listening. Stay, Stay healthy and business savvy. I'm your host, Gail Dixon-McBride. Have a fantastic day. Stop stop stressing, de-stress, relax, and remember, the sunshine is coming out. (laughs) The sunshine is coming out, too, will pass. Thank you again, Dr. Fearing. Have a great day. Thank you. You All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.